Welcome to Pass the Mic Sports Talk. Here is your starting lineup at co-host. He golfs whenever he has the time to and is the original drunkie at 5'11 from Miami University, the old Mike Saris. And at host, he is an excuse for almost anything and is now the current drunkie of the family at 5'4 from Kent State, Enzo Orlando! The current drunkie? I don't know. Alright. Alright. And Mr. Excuse, I like it. Well, I like it. I've recently, during this whole uh, lockdown, lockdown, yeah, yeah kind of found out. I found out you're full of excuses. Like, on a lot of things. You're, you're embracing it. Embracing yeah. the whole theme, because the last dance. It's over. It ended last night. We watched the last two episodes of this whole documentary series on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls from the from his time with the team. Gotta say, last two put a good closing to it. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. Uh, I, I enjoy. I enjoy seven, eight, nine, and ten for sure. Um, I missed five and six. You said there. Were, I didn't like five and six that like much. It's been good. It's been good to walk down that uh, 80s, 90s time period, remember the lane where the Bulls pretty much, uh, you know, took on all comers and shoot them away. Uh, and from the East, including our Cavs, the Knicks, the Pacers. Pacers. Um, yeah, and then, and then uh, episode 10, they got into. Uh, the episode 10 literally just focused on that final oh, series right, between yeah, the nine, Jazz. Nine got into the Nines was in the. It started yeah. out in episode nine with the Bulls versus Pacers. Which that Pacers team was pretty good. Jalen Rose, Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller, Rick Smith. Rick. Um, they had the two power forwards too. Uh, 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 oh, the Daniels, Daniels guys. Well, what were their names? I'm forgetting. Um, yeah, real, really solid squad, and. Uh, I mean Miller. Miller didn't he? He thought he thought they had the better team. They okay. thought they did. They thought they could have dethroned the Bulls. Yeah, I think um, I think they would have had a tough time if they came back uh, that next year, getting out of the East. A little older, not scoring as much. Yeah, kept a little more banged up. So, but anyway. Yeah, Pacers Bulls series. Pacers was a Pacers was a stack squad. Um, we're also yeah we're missing Mullen. Who else are we missing? Smiths, Mullen, Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson. Um, Jalen Rose. Yeah, funny how Jalen Rose, Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller—they're all in the media now. Yeah, all three. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller are pl- are color analysts, and Jalen Rose is just a reporter for ESPN. Right. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. But yeah, in that game, uh, they were able to push the Bulls to seven for the first time in a while in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think you know Chicago jumped out early at home, and then the bull. Then when they came to Indiana, uh, Indiana just literally played their best, and Chicago did have a chance to go up three-one in Game Four, but Reggie Miller came away with a clutch shot, and then left like .7 on the clock. Bulls gave a pass in the Jordan. Jordan mm-hmm. missed it, and that forced uh, to going to Game Five. Antonio Davis and Dale Davis, not Daniels. So, yeah. I knew I was drawing a blank there. Antonio Davis and uh, Dale Davis with their uh, power forward centers slash centers. 
very tough series of the Bulls, went to seven games. Game seven, they almost lost two up until up the last six minutes. They came around and just went ahead and win the game because there was like a it was like a tip off between Jordan and I can't remember who, but all I know yeah, is they, the, they, the ball I, went right to. I didn't to, really understand that. I mean, they were saying you know if 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 the Pacers were to got the one that tip, they were still six minutes left. I don't understand why that was. Um, like, was it a big momentum such, change? Such a such a pivotal point in that game. It might have been. I don't know. It was a, it was a point swing, but still, there was six minutes left. Five or six minutes left in the game. So I didn't I didn't really agree with that statement. But um, anyway, they they got it done. Close it out. And uh, yeah, it was the first time they had to, had to deal with a game seven in a while. Yes, and then uh, of course faced off against the Jazz in the '97 Finals. This is their first time meeting in their finals, and. Bulls jumped out 2-0 lead uh, in Chicago, then went to Utah, and uh, very close matchups in those series, but Utah ended up winning the first two, and then we go to the night before Game 5, actually, and talks about, you know, how Michael Jordan was, like, hungry late at night or something, and... Yeah, everything in Salt Lake City's not a big rockin' town. It shuts down early. Yeah, not, it's not like... a Sunday night game, so... Therefore, if the uh, the city would shut down even even earlier. Well, yeah, because they're like it's it's like they're like Mormons, Mormons. and like Sunday is like an important day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so the story goes as it unfolded, as they said that it wasn't flu; it was food poisoning. Food poisoning from eating a pizza, and it wasn't just like a few slices; it was like a whole pizza. A whole pizza, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, there was some innu- innuendo about there was five guys that came to the door, and how did five guys get up there, and they were sort of peering around, and like, this is, so there was all sorts of speculation today, and people were saying, like, it took them 23 years, and this is the best story they came up with. Um, so other people, like, well, you know, they came up with this story because it's true. There are a lot of people saying, like, you know, they don't believe it, there's conspiracy yeah. theories. Who knows, you know, who knows what really happened, but I, I, I tend to believe, I guess, this is what happened. All these Getting food poisoning from a pizza seems odd. It does seem odd. I mean, we just actually had pizza for dinner. We did, yeah. So, um, so you normally get, I don't know, people get it from fish, people fish. get it from undercooked meat, something like yeah. that. So anyway, he was pretty sick. Um, you know, we are pumping him with IVs. Well, didn't feel well. Like, they, were, they, they got down early in that game, too, really. They were down, like, 8, like 10, 10, 11 points, I think. Yeah, yeah, but the thing with the pizza, I'm wondering, like, where did it come from? Did it come from, like, a chain, like, Pizza Hut, Domino's, or Little yeah, Caesars, never, or did it, or was it like some mom pa Italian right. pizza, right. or like someone who was like a big jazz fan knew it was Michael Jordan somehow, put some like poison, pizza, huh? yeah. No. <laughs> but you know the iconic, well known as the flu game, mm-hmm. uh, where Jordan was literally like not feeling good, just throwing up hours before the game, mm-hmm. still able to come in and. Literally played the whole entire game, ended up with 38 points, gives the Bulls a 3-2 lead in that finals. And I got to say, usually when it comes down to playing sick, Michael Jordan had no excuse. He's like, I'm playing no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came through. He came through big. Came through big. Definitely did, you know. Drinking lots of water, Gatorade, just things, just keeping going. And you, you can literally just see how how much he was sweating mm-hmm. compared to like a normal game. I mean, you sweat a lot when you play basketball. When you're playing, you're sick. His sweat was like 
very visible from the footage. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, he didn't look good. I, I remember that. I remember that game. I remember that series. Um, and uh, you know, it wasn't we weren't in the social media, um, you know, era that we're in now. And, and um, Jerry Sloan didn't even know that he was sick before the game, and that was the coach of Utah. Yeah, the media didn't really break it until before the game. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Sloan didn't know until after. I mean, he couldn't really tell a difference because Jordan played like Jordan. Yeah, right, exactly. That, that was his point. That was kind of his point. Yeah, so then with that episode, they kind of go into, you know, Steve Kerr's story of his life and him coming up with basketball. Uh, we know him now as a great NBA coach, but he was a good player too, you know. Drafted by the Suns, then later traded to the Cavs, where he kind of, you know, got the little spotlight on him playing for us, being the backup to Mark Price on those yeah, late he, 80s he said teams. Yeah, that, that, that sort of jump started his career, um, was his time with the Cavs. And um, I think he was here three seasons? Yeah, three, three seasons. seasons. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, then he, you know, he earned, uh, you know, he earned a little respect. From Jordan, they got into a little scuffle. Yeah, they did. Back they... down, and uh, you know, they, you know, Jordan, Jordan maybe took it a little too far. Uh, Phil Jackson uh, was said that he, you know, he talked to Michael afterwards, and then and Steve Kerr said that Jordan called him afterwards and said, "Hey, you know, sometimes I let my emotions get away, and we're good from there on out." And he, uh, he became the next, uh, you know, Paxson man. He, Jordan would trust him to hit the shot. He'd square up and, and nail it. Yeah, he hit some big shots, especially the one in the game six, the NBA Finals. One of the most clutch shots in NBA Finals history. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. See, so yeah, Jordan got double teamed on the left hand wing, and he and he hit him like almost almost at the top of the key. And he buried it. So that was episode nine, the, the, talking about mainly the first meeting between the Bulls and the Jazz and the Pacers Bulls. Eastern Conference Series. But then we move on to the final episode, episode 10. And this one literally just focused on the whole entire Bulls versus Jads NBA Finals, number two. So, Bulls coming off a seven-game series. It's a lot of banged-up work on any NBA player. And game one went into overtime, but the Jazz ended up taking the W and go up 1-0 in the series. Mm-hmm. But game two came around. The Bulls ended up winning that one, 93-88. And then once they went to Chicago, uh, the Bulls literally just took over in that uh, series. What was it? Game three, Bulls won 96-54. That's a, that's a big blowout. Mm-hmm. Jazz didn't show up to that one. Uh, the following game, game four, Bulls only won that one by four, 86-82. But then, you know, we go through. An interesting thing happened between uh, Game 3 and Game 4. Dennis Rodman, uh, he was missing after Game 3 because he wasn't at practice the next morning. Mm -hmm. No one knew where he was. But apparently... Didn't he get the nickname Rodzilla after this? Yeah, because apparently Dennis Rodman was at the World Wrestling Championship with Hulk Hogan. Mm Mm-hmm. So Dennis Rodman leaving again, which I didn't think would happen again, but apparently he did. Went to go do wrestling. 
Well, the first time he was given he, he the was given the right. Given the, 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 yeah, this was during the regular season. Right, right. This was the playoffs. Now, this was the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I bet you Jordan was even more pissed off now than he was in the regular season. Because you're talking about the NBA Finals here, and mm-hmm. you're not showing up to practice. Oh, boy. Dennis yeah, Rodman. Jordan, Jordan and Phil Jackson knew how to sort of, uh, you know, how to, how to handle Rodman, you know, sort of give him, give him enough rope, and he always came to deliver on court, so... Uh, but he was a, he's a piece of work, that's for sure. Sure was, but in Game 4, Rodman still played great in that game. He ended up with 14 rebounds. So, he still did his part, despite not even being there. He just left his things on off the court, and then when he was on the court, he just played his best. Mm-hmm. And they were all set to close, try and close it out. In Chicago. and Game but 5. Game 5 did not go their way at all. Lost that game by two, 83-81. Michael Jordan wasn't able to win his last game in Chicago. So then we head to the big game six of the NBA Finals. And after Pippen made his first basket, his back was hurting him bad and left the game early. And then he actually came back after halftime, felt a little better, but his back was still burning. So Pippen wasn't fully 100% at all. No, 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 no. He was—he wasn't even fifty percent. I don't think the way he was uh, moving around that court. It was mainly just Jordan taking over that game, and especially when it came down the last minute of that game, uh, forty seconds left. Uh, Pippen passed in the Jordan. Jordan went up for a layup. Then the Jazz go up the court. Bulls still down by one, and. A double team with Rodman and Jordan on Carl Malone. Jordan yeah, went into the mailman. They went into the mailman, and Carl uh, uh, Malone lost sight of Jordan. Thought he was going, going back to the weak side, and he came around and slapped the ball out of his hands and took it. So took it, went up the court, Michael Jordan, and yeah, then his timeout. Didn't go for a timeout, and uh, everybody knew what he was going to do. And he had Brian Russell on him, and talked a little about how his. It looked like a push off. I mean, he really, his momentum really was going. I mean, Jordan did have his hand on his uh, on his thigh, on his uh, on the outside of his thigh, and just said, you know, I mean, it's it's he, he might he says he didn't push off, but he was definitely helping it. But he, and he took that shot and has that uh, iconic finish where he just holds the holds the wrist up there. Yeah, boom, nails it. Yep, Chicago with the lead in that one. The second three peat was completed for the Bulls. So yep, Bulls yeah, six-time like champion. I would like to see if the um, you know the the Rockets, you know that that, that Jazz team was. I mean, those were some good teams that uh, uh, you know that the Bulls went up against. And um, I think if the Rockets would have gotten by the Jazz, I think they might have been able to maybe you know maybe give the the Bulls a little more problems because the, the dream, Akeem, the dream, yeah, um, was. Uh, I think would have would have been a tough handle for Luke Longley and Bill Winnington. Oh, definitely. Wasn't the Barkley on the Rockets team? Pretty uh, sure. I don't know. Was he? He. I don't he, know. I, he was not. I, they won in '94. He think. wasn't on any of the championship teams when Jordan was been, gone, yeah, he but he might have been on that team in the '97 '98 season. Barkley, yeah, he was traded to Houston 96-97. Okay. 
and stayed with them until the 99-2000, which was actually... Yeah, the Rockets were Barkley's last team ever. Okay. So, yeah, that team could have given the Bulls a shot, actually. But in in that series, they... They were actually the AC. They finished 500, 41 and 41. The Rockets. The Rockets, and oh, they wow. played the Jazz in the first round. Okay. They were the eight seed. Ah, okay. Well, I'm then I'm, then I'm missing something here. What am I missing? I thought. Hmm. Maybe I was thinking a little earlier. Maybe that. Maybe it was a little earlier. Maybe it was more like 95, 96. Anyway. Anyway, after that, you know, saw plenty of footage of uh, them winning the championship. You know, champagne bottles, Michael Jordan's famous cigar, and all that. And then, you know, just after, and then the goes to the show, the parade in Chicago. Uh, huge crowds over there, uh, chanting on Michael Jordan. Wanted that team to stay together because that team could have won more championships. If Jerry Krause and Jerry Reinsdorf did not want the team to break up. Yeah, possibly. I mean, there's a lot of speculation. I mean, thinking back, that season did, there was the lockout. So the season would have been short, was short in the like 50 some uh, okay. games. Yeah. Well, as Jordan said, I mean, you know, he would have signed a one year. They probably could have got Kerr or a bunch of other people. Pippen would have been a tougher sell because he was really on the outs. But maybe they could have got a bunch of guys to sign one-year deals and give another shot. But, you know, it would have been a rough run through the East again. Because I think the Pacers... Uh, the Pacers and Knicks mm-hmm. face off in the Eastern Conference Finals. That, that year? That next year? Yeah, that next year. Okay. Knicks went on the go to their finals. Right, and they lost to... Uh, to San Antonio, San Antonio, which became one of the next great NBA yep. dynasties. Yep. yep. Ironically... So the breakup happened, which I apparently Phil was offered the chance to come back and coach, but the way management wanted to run things, he didn't want to coach a team that was yeah, it wasn't ready for rebuilding. Yep. Of course, Michael Jordan retired for the second time. Pippen and Kerr were traded. Pippen went to Houston. Steve Kerr went to San Antonio, and Dennis Rodman was released, but then picked up by the Lakers. Right. But. After going after that season, going into 1998 to 99 season, only three players from the championship team were on the Bulls. It was Tony Kukoc, Ron Harper, and Bill Wennington. Hmm. Wow, Harper came back. Okay. Still would have liked to see, um, I've said it to a bunch of people, the trajectory of the Bulls and the Cavs if, if Jordan doesn't hit that shot. And, you know, I mean, I, that doesn't mean, like, Michael Jordan would still be great and have a bunch of championships, but I just think the trajectory would have been a little different. Um, the Cavs might have got by the Knicks the next round. They, they might have, I don't know, I think they might have gone to the finals that year or the next year. Cause, but but Bulls just had their number, man. And then, you know, and then trading, they traded, uh, we're getting off Bulls, I know, but the, they traded Ron, Ron Harper, and then his knees went. So, you know, who knows if, if they would have kept him, if his knees would have, would have held up. And then Mark Price tearing his ACL, missing that whole year. And I think it was, oh, no, that was earlier. That was earlier. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was earlier on. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but that, that was it. That was right after the shot. That was like 89, 90, 90. There was like 89, or something like okay. that. Okay. Anyway, good stuff. Good stuff there with The Last Dance. Great uh, documentary to watch during this time when there's not much to watch, but anyone who's a basketball fan, it's a must-watch. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it also, like, for someone in my generation, it gave us a better understanding of Michael Jordan because... Right, you didn't see a lot of it. You didn't see a lot. Uh, we kind of just grew up LeBron, Kobe Bryant mainly mm-hmm. as the two main guys in basketball. But, you know, gave us what Jordan was like when he was playing and how great he was. how good he was, you know. And and the time he played, too, when, you know, taking hard fouls, you know, hand-checking was allowed, uh, all that stuff. You know, I mean, he, you know, if you had to travel, you traveled. None of this, like, take three steps, you know, James Harden, hop, <laughs> skip, and step, any of that stuff. You know, the rule, it's a different... It's a, a different, different game. He, he played, I think, in a, you know, tougher time. So he did for sure. But yeah, I always knew who Michael Jordan was. Just really never got to see him like this. And let me just say, uh, definitely one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But the whole goat debate—it's you know—I don't think it'll ever end. It'll always be George. Well, of course it won't. It's never gonna happen. Because time will never end. We don't know who's you know who's gonna happen in hundred years, two hundred years, right? Yeah. I mean, we're just saying right now. Um, I I I still Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. So you would take Michael Jordan over LeBron, Jordan. Mm-hmm. over LeBron James. Yep. I've always been stuck also, between Michael those Jordan two. Michael Jordan was on one team. Well, except for. Except for the Wizards. Well, he, Michael Jordan didn't even count that part of yeah. his career. He just but if LeBron now goes out and wins a third championship with a third team... It, it could have happened be, if this be, yeah. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I believe the Lakers were on their way to winning a championship, but then this just happened, and it's kind of stopping LeBron. But who knows if the season comes back next year. Because, I mean, I believe he's still... He still has it in the tank, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he keeps himself in shape every day, works out. Sure. I mean, the only thing he hasn't done is shave, but it's not important to him. Just focus on. That's really important. So he's your greatest. I've always see LeBron, Jordan. I'm, I'm, I even put Kobe in there just because those three had the biggest impact on the game of basketball. They were the most well-known players around the world. Mm -hmm. There. Kobe and Michael Jordan knows like the hardest competitors as teammates or going up against them. They had like the best best worth ethic. Same thing goes with LeBron too. It's just with LeBron's career, you know, it's been poor management, not great teammates, bad coaching. Most of that was with Cleveland too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a stack team and stack team in, in the Heat. We're going to get into, I don't know, I'm going to say our my top 10 NBA players of all time. Really? So at number 10, I'm going with Shaquille O'Neal, one of the most dominant big men in the league. You know, 7-1. It's just a huge tank. Literally, when he's in the paint, you weren't getting by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 9, I'd have to go with Tim Duncan, winning five championships with the Spurs. 
lot of his success has to go to Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches in NBA history. Eight, I'll go with Larry Bird, one of the best shooters of all time. Three championships with the Celtics. Seven, I'll have to say Bill Russell. Uh, he, he won 11 championships. Won't be done ever again. Six, I'll go with Wilt Chamberlain. Scored 100 points in a game. Two-time champion. Hall of Famer. Five, Magic Johnson. One of the best point guards of all time. Uh, four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Won six NBA titles. And usually when it comes to the top three, I have no particular order, but it goes Kobe, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James, as I think are the top players to ever play the game. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I have to. Uh, have to gra- I, I think I think Larry Legend's uh, a lot higher than number eight. Um, I'm sorry. I think I, I put Hakeem Olajuwon in there instead of Shaq. Put Hakeem over Shaq. I put, I put Hakeem in there. And uh, Shaq won more rings. Yeah. Yeah, rings. I don't know. And uh, you know, you don't have Oscar Robinson in there either. He averaged a triple double. So did Russell Westbrook. So did Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he ain't in the top ten. I don't think it's Russell Westbrook the top ten. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, Oscar Robinson averaged a triple double for his career. Russell Westbrook did not. Russell Westbrook did it one year, right? One or two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the top three can't argue. But I, I put I put uh, I put Larry up there with. Uh, you got to put Wilt and, and Bill Russell. And Kareem, like, in right there. But Larry was, whew, and, and a trash, trash talker too, man. Hell of a trash talker. Yeah, he sure was. Did, so did, I'd move him up. I'd move Larry up to, I don't know, like five or six. Because I have Larry you got him at, eight. at eight, but then Bill Russell's next. But which, both of them played for Celtics. Mm-hmm. So you're saying Larry Bird was the better Celtic than Bill Russell? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Russell did win a lot of championships with the Celtics, but that was just a different era when his, mainly his big competition was Will Chamberlain mm-hmm. and uh, Oscar Robinson. That's pretty much it. Going back to the 60s in the NBA, right. 50s too, really wasn't much. So maybe that's why... You could say that Bill Russell's era was just not the same as it once it got to the 80s, mm-hmm. 90s, yep. then the current era. Let's hope the, the media kind of stops it for a while because this last stance is now over. Did see uh, some interesting polls on how uh, uh, people from the ages 18 to 35 pref- uh, say Michael Jordan's a better player than LeBron James. Found that to be a little interesting. You thought it'd be skewed because they've seen more of LeBron? I thought it would be, like, just even. I thought it'd be close, but more... I mean, LeBron's th- never going to be bigger than Michael Jordan. Okay. No, I don't I don't think... LeBron's Le- brand uh, won't be bigger than MJ. No. No, it's just, it just won't. It might be. I don't think it'll ever be. Yeah. I think that has something to do with it. Yeah, the Jordan brand has been, like, the biggest impact on my generation. 
And I would say Michael Jordan would always be like the richest basketball player ever, too, mm-hmm. <laughs> just from all the marketing. I know LeBron's done a lot, but I don't think he has much as Jordan. LeBron's more into the movies and all that now. Jordan really never. It's not even on social media either. LeBron's all on social media and stuff, so doesn't make a difference. But Michael Jordan just likes to keep his like life pretty personal to him. Mm-hmm. Which, I, which I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it's pretty much a smart thing to do. Yeah. You usually don't see him a lot in the media or at you know how many players go right into like you know ESPN or TNT as commentators. Jordan just wanted to do it his way and what's best for him. And hey, he's making a whole bunch of money too. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think, uh, I don't think MJ has to worry, worry about cash at all, that's for sure. That's for certain. So, that is it of the past the mic. That's a wrap? It's a wrap. We have one right. more announcement. We do. We are launching the past the mic website this week. Whoa. Friday, folks. Blogging website. Almost about anything, pretty much. Michael will be the editor of it. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good deal. Deal. I'll more work for me. <laughs> Super. Super. It'll be great. You know, we'll also have all our podcasts on there, our YouTube videos too. Maybe just some updates from us, just because I got nothing else to do. There you are during the uh, during the Corona COVID nineteen lockdown. Lockdown. Yes. Excuse me. So that is it. I think we'll we'll do another podcast. Won't be for a while because PGA Tour doesn't start till June 11th. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can get some golf talk in. Yeah, in everybody's, June. Everybody's desperate for content, and the last dance was something to banter about and talk about, reminisce. It was good, good stuff. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the the last dance was actually how it was scheduled it was going to be in 2020 but it was supposed to be in june after the finals ah, but okay. since this all happened people wanted it, they moved it up. and moved it up so this was a really big help to just get us through the this whole coronavirus epidemic we we're in mm-hmm. and with that we are officially signing off just remember to follow us on twitter instagram facebook uh, also remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Definitely going to come out with some more videos pretty soon. So stick with us on that. All right. And we'll see you guys all in June. Have a good one.